0: Listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast Steeped in Sugar by the Bobble Hat on AO Three. July of seventeen seventeen. The weather has been fair these last few days at sea. The daring and courageous crew, captained by the legendary gentleman pirate, leaves the Republic for further pursuits of wealth. There is no finer collection of treacherous fiends who sail under the flag of the Revenge. Under the tutelage of the infamous Blackbeard Teach, E., the West Indies are in no shortage of nightmares. Indeed, with a combined brilliance of Captain Bonnet's charm and Captain Teach's ruthlessness, soon the coffers aboard our ship will be overflowing with booty, paid with the blood of our enemies. Mmm. Steed looked up from his ledger. He'd just been reviewing Lucius's newest entry when he'd heard Ed grunt next to him. It'd been a long night, though that seemed to be every night aboard the Revenge lately. Steed had not let his bedtime story duty lax by any means, but these days story time often ended with he and his fellow captain hunkered into his quarters for their own evening entertainment. Currently, Steed was sitting up against his headboard in nothing but a loose tunic. Edward had opted for nothing at all, with only a quilt to hide his supple buttocks from the open window to see. Steed often warned him he'd catch cold and Ed often ignored the advice. Good morning, Steed said tenderly. Mm, Edward mumbled again in his sleep. A lazy arm lashed itself around Steed's middle. Like a slug, Ed inched his way onto Steed's tummy. His face of brambles buried deep in Steed's summer linens. Steed chuckled. I'm assuming you slept well. Steed closed the ledger and set it aside. His body shifted, allowing Edward more space to lay flat on top of him. Steed's fingers wiggled into the wild locks of Edward's salt and pepper mane. I know I did, once you let me sleep. I'm starting to limp, you know. The crew keeps poking fun. So poke him back, Edward grumbled. With what? A stick? Sword. Ed. Poke him. With a sword. Steed rolled his eyes his smile widening. He moved to get out of bed, but Edward's arms only tightened. Steed hesitated. A little longer? He asked. A little longer. Very well. Loosen up just a tad, then. Edward obliged, and Steed snuggled down next to him. Now, face to face, Edward nuzzled into the crooks of Steed's neck. His whiskers made Steed laugh. E-easy! His complaint was answered with sloppy kisses to his nape. Steed found a comfortable position for his arms, caging in Edward's shoulders. Managing to scooch down just a bit further, he and Edward shared their first kiss of the day. Good morning, Edward answered with a yawn. Hungry? Yes. What do you want? Edward's eyes fluttered open, In the gleam of the golden morning, they were soft and warm. Steed loved Edward's eyes first thing in the daylight. Looking into them was like wrapping up in a familiar blanket, warmed by a fire. Steed often wondered how he'd ever lived so long without knowing those eyes. Smiling sweetly, Edward pushed forward until their noses were swished together. Steed he said, I want a big heaping helping of Steed. They kissed again, and Edward's hands ran down Steed's back until he found the hem of his tunic. He cupped Steed's behind, giving each cheek a playful squeeze. Steed broke the kiss with a snort of laughter. You've only just woke up, he reminded Edward. We haven't even had tea. Edward ignored him, burying his neck and chest with endless, fuzzy kisses. Eventually, Steed pressed his hand to Edward's forehead, if only to get his attention properly. Come on, co-captain, you can't lay in bed all day. I wholeheartedly disagree. But Steed was set and pat Edward's cheek. Despite the protest, Steed managed to wriggle himself away to start themselves a pot of water over a candle. Edward, sprawled like a feline with his belly to the sun, yawned and scratched at his tattooed chest. Steed admired the way all those little black hairs curled around his fingernails. Having now been up close to those little hairs, Steed was pleased when he noticed just how many of them were turning white. How's bacon sound? Steed asked. I don't think we have any, but Roach can cook something that might taste like it. What that something was, he doubted either of them would want to know. Finally, Edward rolled out of bed and threw on Steed's silk robe. He held it slappily to his stomach, reveling in the feel of such a luxury fabric. It made Steed want to raid all of China for every scrap of silk they had. I'll just have tea for now, Edward said, grabbing a bottle. Stomach still a little on edge. With no sense of irony, Edward uncorked his rum and took a swig. He smacked his lips together and sighed in satisfaction. That did the trick. Their tea was done soon after, and Steed prepared Edward's just the way he liked it. Seven sugars, a splash of cream. We're running out of sugar, he admitted, handing Ed his cup. Perhaps we can make a run on a local merchant ship? Pick a few crates up? Edward smiled, looking almost impressed. Well, we could use a shopping trip, he agreed. Where are we, anyway? Bermuda? Somewhere around there, yes. Plenty of options, then. He took another sip of tea, and his eyes glanced up and down Steed's person. He'd since put on a pair of loose trousers to stay decent. Edward set his teacup aside and pat his thigh. All right, come on. Ed. No, I wasn't done. We had your tea, now come here. Steed shook his head, acting far more put upon than he was, and sat himself in Edward's lap. His legs rested on the arm of the chair, hanging off to one side. If there was one thing Edward loved, it was being in close proximity to Steed at all times. It was a new sensation for both of them, truth be told. And as such, it was easy to overindulge. So then, are we planning to raid a cargo ship, Captain Bonnet? We are indeed, Captain Teach. How do you suggest we proceed? Well, let me see, Ed stroked his beard and thought. There are plenty of sugar plantations to pick from. It's summertime now, so production is probably double. All we'd have to do is find a cove and wait. A lot of the smaller vessels will leave at night to try to avoid problems, so, naturally, I think we should be the problem in question. Sailing at night? Bit risky, isn't it? If you don't know what you're doing, sure. But you know what you're doing? Do I not? You got some complaints for me? Why, yes, as a matter of fact. Steed set his teacup aside and toyed with Edward's beard. First of all, you are a distraction of my duties as captain of this vessel. Oh, am I? Yes, undoubtedly. And here I thought this was our vessel. Second, you have ruined two pairs of my favorite trousers. Two, I'm going to have to do twice the amount of laundry if you keep things the way they are. And third, Steed tugged at Edward's ear. Waking up to a naked man in my bed every morning makes me want to leave it less and less. Edward's eyes twinkled. You were the one who wanted to get up so badly, he teased. You know what you are? What am I? You're... You're a... Well, I don't know, really, but I'll think of something. They laughed, and Steed leaned down for another kiss, one of countless... With Edward's arms belting Steed to his lap, the pair of them leaned into their affections with reckless abandon. Steed already felt that exciting burn in his belly the longer they embraced. How exceptional it was that Edward turned him into such a hypocrite. There he sat, ushering them both out of bed, only to want to return just as quickly as they left it. As they kissed deeper, Steed felt himself slipping and flailed a little to try and keep his balance. Ed managed to grab onto the table, and the pair of them laughed against each other. Edward tried standing up with Steed in his arms, but the weight of them both mixed with the rocking of their ship sent them backwards into the chair, knocking it to the floor. Their feet also kicked the table, sending Steed's tea saucer to its shattering death. They kissed and kissed, rolling around in each other's arms. The smell of their night still lingered between them. Steed wanted nothing more than to replenish that lovely scent. Pushing up his tunic, Edward leaned in and gently bit against Steed's soft chest. Steed sighed, rolling his head against the floor. When Edward rose back to greet Steed for another kiss, he paused. "'You know you'll be the death of me,' he said. "'I mean, truly.' Steed's eyes glittered. "'Naturally,' he replied. "'So will you.' Edward took Steed's wrist and kissed just beneath his palm. That playful air drained for the moment. I mean it. There are some nights I go to sleep and I have this feeling, this pit deep in my gut, that I'm going to wake up and you won't be there. And it, I gotta be honest, mate, it scares the hell out of me. Steed cupped both sides of Edward's face tenderly. Ed, look at me. Edward's eyes shifted to Steed's. I'm not going anywhere, all right? Edward flinched, almost as though he wouldn't let himself believe it. Steve sat up, pushing Edward to sit with him. He held Edward's palm to the chest beneath his open tunic. There, Ed could feel the steady pace of his warm heart. I'm here. I'm here, and I won't be going anywhere anytime soon. Yes? That worried shell cracked on Edward's face. He leaned forward, and their foreheads pressed together. In the short time that he'd known him, Steed had come to learn every facet and layer that made the man of Edward that made the man of Edward teach. There were days when he was strong, days when he was fierce, there were days when he was jovial and mischievous, and lithe and gay. And there were days when he was angry. Days when Steed could see the nicks in his armor. All that pomp, all that bravado came with a price. Beneath that fearsome facade was a man, flesh and blood, with all the fears and insecurities as any other. The history books could have Blackbeard to themselves. This man, Edward, was the one who mattered. Leaning forward, Steed gave him one more kiss. One that was reassuring and tender the kind of kisses a man like Ed had never known before now. Edward regained his smile. With their fronts flat together, the playfulness of the morning returned. Steed's legs wrapped around Edward's hips. They laughed and murmured sweet nothings right there on the floor of their cabin. As they fell back into their rhythm, Edward's hands meandered up and down Steed's legs, eventually tugging at the waist of his trousers. Psst. Ed grinned. It's still early. I bet the crew can fend for themselves a few hours more. A few hours? Edward didn't elaborate. This time, he managed to actually hoist Steed up into the air by tightening his grip around Steed's waist. From there, they lumbered back to bed and fell into the cushions by the window. The minute they hit the sheets, their love began anew. Currently, they were perpendicular to the bed, which allowed Edward to fall to his knees between Steed's legs. Steed's head popped up, a ruddy color across his soft cheeks. He remembered the first time Edward did this. He didn't even know such a thing could be done. And even with how many times they'd fallen abed bed together, Steed was embarrassed just thinking about how much he liked it. With no reserve in his actions, Edward undid his trouser buttons and wrapped his lips around Steed's erection. Steed sucked in his lips as pleasure riddled his whole body. His stomach shuddered and the muscles in his thighs twitched with every bob of Edward's head. Succumbing to the sin, Steed let his head roll back against the window. He breathed deeply, drinking in the air as though it was his first gasps of life. His toes curled against the wood grain beneath them. Ed, Steed's voice was quiet and choppy. You're... I'm going to make a mess if you're not... He whimpered, a jolt shooting up his spine, his mouth hung open. Before going quite to the edge, however, Edward disengaged and rose to his face. They kissed without hesitation, and Steed could taste himself on Edward's lips. Don't go anywhere, Edward teased. Leaving Steed on the bed, he rustled through a small pile of personal effects. By the time he came back, Steed was halfway stripped and eagerly shimmying out of his trousers. Edward laughed and jumped into the bed, the house robe flying from his shoulders. Between them was a small canister of oil, bought without the lamps in mind. Their hands worked while their mouths stayed busy, each hot breath escaping through cracks in their lips. Before long, Edward's cock was lathered up and he pressed himself in. Steed's back arched, and he moaned outright. He'd since gotten used to the invasiveness of it all. He supposed some might consider it debasing, or beneath their pride to accept a man the way he did. Steed never saw it that way. It was not an exchange of power between them, because there was never power to exchange. Even in the early days, they had always been equals, a fact that they both carried with them into into their new, budding romance. Laying naked together in the sunlight, they made love, kissing and sighing, and indulging in the pleasures of each other without shame. Steed's legs hovered in the air, his sweaty hand braced against the window. A light fog had started to blur the glass. Steed never thought he'd see heaven, not really. At least with Edward, he'd have a little taste to know what it was like. Captain LeCrew was wondering if, What happened next was threefold. First, the door opened, and in walked Lucius, casually as you please. Next, Edward and Steed looked over, freezing up in their current position. Thirdly, all three parties erupted into chaos. Sorry, Lucius cried, spinning in a circle as he tried desperately to remember where the exit was. Sorry, sorry, sorry! The fuck are you doing? Get out, goddammit! Lucius, why don't you ever knock? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Absolute fucking wank! Without further explanation, Lucius bolted from the room and slammed the door behind him. Edward and Steed, both startled from their interruption, looked at each other with slacked jaws. Steed couldn't help it. His lips curled upwards, and he bit his lip to try and control his snickers this got Edward laughing too. Before long, they were flat on top of each other, hollering like children. That boy needs a bell around his neck, Edward chortled. Oh god, no. What, why not? Can you imagine how noisy that would be? You know, when he decides to... Steed awkwardly gestured between their legs. Speaking of which... Edward's smile grew sly, and the two fell further into the sheets. With no more distractions, they finished their fiendish delights in a flourish of pleasurable cries, after which they collapsed again into the pillows, their arms and legs sticky with sweat. Ed managed to crack one of the windows, and they let the sea breeze cool their bodies down. Steed remained on his back, letting Edward curl up just beneath his chin. Ed's clinginess often amplified tenfold after a good snog and every snog seemed to be a good one in Steed's book. Their far hands laced together, and Edward sighed through his nose. Steed looked down, sensing something on his mind. Steed looked down, sensing something on his mind. What's the matter? he asked. Edward shook his head. Now come on, let's have it. Edward glanced up. His smile was soft, and as he lifted to meet Steed's eyes, Steed saw that last bit of armor fall away into the abyss. I'm just... happy. Steed's smile doubled. Bringing Edward's hand to his lips, he kissed those many tattoos with reverence. So am I, love. Steed's eyes trailed beyond his lover's face and into the horizon. That's when his brow furrowed, and he lifted his head. Uh... Say Ed. He nodded towards the window, and Edward turned. That ship there, would you say that's a merchant ship? Edward peered out through the glass. Indeed, the dinghy floating just a few leagues larboard of the Revenge looked like a merchant vessel, no doubt one leaving the Caribbean with crates of fine, fresh sugar. The two captains grinned at each other before hopping out of bed to dress. After all, a skirmish wasn't a skirmish without a good costume change. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you then you can head over to our patreon page and contribute to audio fanfic podcast as a member you are granted early access to one new story per month that's www.patreon.com/audiofanficpod thank you for listening and remember the stories are out there